I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Hello and welcome to the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm Effin Grasshopper, and as ever, I'm joined by my talented co-host, Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm good, mate. Obviously, the uh, episode 30, XXX. <laughs> wow. I can't believe we made it this far. No, I can't either, to be fair. But the fact we made it past three was brilliant. Yeah. So, you know. Um, our last podcast did really well, Dan. I don't know if you're aware. It kind of trended everywhere. 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 It was literally like, I think over a thousand virgins listened to the podcast, <laughs> which is pretty impressive. <laughs> that, that's just an exit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think a lot of people want us to, to go back to the tactical format. Um, yeah. But to be fair, we thought, fuck it. We don't want to play a game this week, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. So we've titled the podcast Catchphrase, which is, I don't know if it's still going on on UK TV. Um but it's kind of a game show where you guess a catchphrase based on an animation. Yeah. Um, we we can't do animations. Dan pays for them, but we can't make them ourselves. Um, so we thought we'd kind of kind of merge Pictionary with this and draw something on paint, and each other has <laughs> to guess the catchphrase. So Grass and Gear have basically taken two football catchphrases. We're going to draw it. Other people, uh, uh, Dan and I, are going to guess each other's, and then. I don't know. From there, we we have a pod. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we should crack on to the most important part, the beer opening. That is the most important part of my own evening. I am going for Budvar again. I think two two or three weeks running, but it didn't kill me last time, so I'm still here. So So, um, how's the sponsorship going on that front? I I should really get sponsorship because I'm going through quite a few now. (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't know maybe we talk to Casey Rency he's Czech yeah. so, so maybe we can get a deal going there um, I'd love a free beer to be honest be good <laughs> well I've um, I've got a Thatcher's Haze 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 yeah okay what what, what so, makes it hazy well it's cloudy cloudy cider <laughs> right okay proper cider yeah with mud in it <laughs> 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 okay, we're ready when you are, Dan. You're right. What's going on there? Uh, yeah, it was a can. Sonny, you're punching something. <laughs> <laughs> just myself in the cock as a punishment. Yeah, just get ready for grass and gear by doing that. Always yeah. works. <clears throat> um, so, I am drawing the first catchphrase. Um, so we need to share screen. So you can see, can you see my screen? Okay. Yeah, I like the naked picture you've got on side of it of yourself. <laughs> well, you know, it just helps motivate me when I write my blogs. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've got two catchphrases, and I have got a backup one just in case you pick one of mine. Unlikely okay. for my second one because my second one's a bit outrageous. 
Um, but the, the first one's quite well known, so whenever you're ready, I'll just um, start. I'll just set my brush up. Need to get, need to get the right level of brush. Um, can you make the um, the white page a bit bigger so it's not? Okay, I can do. Uh, Track it from the bottom corner. Is that right? Yeah, that'd be better. Okay. Um, so yeah, should I just get going and start drawing? Yeah, go um, for it. Well, so to listeners, it. is that I will I'll screen cap our drawings and chuck them out. Um, so you, you can play along uh, on Twitter um, when you listen to the podcast, if you listen to the podcast. I'm going to try and describe what you're doing as you're drawing it as best I can. Excellent. Okay, I'll get going then. So we'll just do something like three or four minutes. If we if it's ridiculously long, you still haven't got it, we'll just have to stop. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so... Uh, da, 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 I've started. He's drawing, he's drawing what looks like um, goalposts. Correct. Um, he, he's now changed the colour, so it's going green. So he's drawing like—I was going to say a pitch, but it looks like it's a box. <laughs> it's probably Tony doing his stone throwing again. <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't. Okay, I think that's right. I'll be honest, mate. I haven't practiced on this. This is this is strictly <laughs> off the cuff. So he, what he's, he's even doing a corner flag. So yeah, that's not even needed. I just thought I'd do that. Um, yeah, so he, basically at the moment we've got a 18-yard box without a six-yard box in it. But he's done. He's done the penalty <laughs> spot. He's got a goal with no net, and now he has put a yellow box. Okay, I think where the six-yard box should be. Yeah. And now he is. Oh, I know what this is. Do you know? Is it? Should I just? Should I, can I just finish that a little bit for my OCD? If you, well, why? All oh, right, I wonder what that was then. I thought you were giving it five wheels. Basically, he's drawn a, a yellow bus. Yes. So I'm guessing that this is part of the bus. Correct, Dan. Well done. Uh, I think that was like a minute. This could be a short podcast. It is going to be. Yeah, my my other one is a bit harder. <laughs> um, but that is the easy one, and I thought that's one that you might pick anyway because it's quite a well-known phrase, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite a well-known phrase. Um. Just a background on that phrase. I think it comes from Portugal, and it's Mourinho brought it over. It's now become such a, a commonly known English phrase, isn't it? Park the bus. Yeah. Even when someone's playing, not even vaguely defensive, it's like, oh, they parked the bus against us. It almost seems like an excuse now. But yeah. park the bus generally was Mourinho coming over, moaning about Tottenham. I think, grinding out a <laughs> nil-nil, and then he kind of since then the irony is that he's kind of become the park the bus manager. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's not a new concept. It's kind of like it goes back to like Catanaccio of the 30s and then anti-football of the 60s. And now Mourinho's got it as his, his kind of like heirloom. But I just thought that was a good a good phrase to pick to kick us off. Um, yeah. And talking about Park the Bus in Football Manager. And I have got... Can you, sh- can you see my screen now? I've got FM up. I can, yeah. Okay, so this is my FM save. Orange is a new black, as you can see, uh, with my lorry <laughs> on the side. Um, now your striker's shit, isn't he? Why have you got a centre midfielder up front? Oh no, that's because it's just adjusted from my one for one. So I need to, oh, right. I need to uh, chuck him. I'll just ch- chuck him there. Oh, you didn't have to change him. I was just saying. Uh, well, I know. So yeah, yeah, Dan's now looking at my what I've built as a four four two, and I built it over pre season as my park to bus tactic. Yeah. Um, and I've only used it. Well, I've only played one league game, opening league game, and I used it for the last thirty minutes when I was winning two one against Nantes. Uh, and it did see the game out. I'm not convinced if I'm going to use it long term. But that is what I'm doing as a park to bus. So I've got a really low, uh, much lower defensive line. I've got a really much lower line of engagement. Um, but I am pressing urgently. So I think the 
the engagement line is literally the halfway line. So it's kind of like Diego Simeone's press, isn't it? So once you get mm. past the halfway line, um, my players are chomping at the bit at your feet to get the ball back. Um, so I just thinking, Dan, obviously, I, I don't know if you'd really do much like low block park the bus tactics in FM. Not really, because I find it um, inviting the other team on gives them more chances to score against you, really. Yeah. To be fair, when I did it against Nantes in that game, I was leading 2-1. I sacrificed a lot of possession. Um, but I did look more threatening on the counter because I show, yeah. you, I show you my target, man. Um, I've got that guy there, look. Yeah. So he's um, he's a rock. Um, Enzo Crivelli plays it back some, to go. Is this the one you're selling for 20 million? No, no, that's their midfielder. Um, <laughs> yet, yet, yet to receive a bid for that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at them, I look at the beasts I've got up front. I've got a 21-year-old who's uh, 193 centimetres. That's like yeah. six foot five, is it? Over six foot five? Is yeah, it? probably. So I've got basically two juggernauts up front. Yeah. And I'm using more direct passing, passing to space. Uh, and they are winning, to be fair, a lot of headers. Um, and even when they don't win a header, they kind of preoccupy the defenders. And then these wingers, this winger here on the right, yeah. and my inverted winger on the left, both attack. They're picking up loose balls, second balls. Um, I'm hoping it can be effective when I really need to go a bit dirty. Are you asking me for tactical advice or are you just making a statement? I'm just saying, Dan, that is that is my <laughs> first interpretation of the... Because you know you said to me the other day, like, I, have I have I done low block this year? And I said, no. Yeah. And I said, I'm probably not going to. But then I kind of went back at my word and just thought I'd put something together. Yeah. What's your, why are you pl- got two ball winning midfielders then? Yeah, that one of them should one of them should really be kind of just essential midfielder support. Oh, uh, right. I would like one defend, to be honest. I don't know why they're both ball winners. So I'd, <laughs> I'd probably go something like this. So I'd probably put... Um, oh, that could work and then just maybe make that defend it's very defensive and centrally really yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they've got direct passing if, I, if I'd added I was going to put one of them to do like more direct passing yeah you can't run that one though they haven't, they haven't got an option just to select like part of the like part of the bus have they um, there's not like a shout no like, I know you can go very defensive but it's not like a shout like I know there's like tighten up but you know, I'm surprised there's not one that you could do in the last couple of minutes that was like part of the bus for a shout when it sort of like tightens everything up. Oh, hang on, you've got a preset here called part of the bus. Should oh, I quickly yeah. make it? Should I quickly make any tactic and put part part of the bus and see what it's different to mine? Let's <coughs> have a look. Yeah, all the fucking team selection, all, yeah. all the team instructions are selected. Okay, so we're comparing my my part of the bus now with the actual. So I. I, I I should have said I did the clean slate. So this is not the clean slate. This is the tactical style park the bus. Um, so they use defensive as a mentality. I use counter or cautious, I should say. Um, but they haven't got a lot of team instructions. I tell you what, the presets are shite, aren't they? It's quite I a lot, yeah. I don't know who made these, but they are shite. Um, fucking automatic. Ugh. Yeah, is, is that... <laughs> yeah, why has it gone to automatic? Does it change the roles as well? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changed from the roles and it's changed the mentalities. Have you seen you've got um, one, one, two, three, four, five defensive mentalities. (laughs) Every central player is defensive. (laughs) And two defensive wing backs. And the mentality is already on defensive. Um, Passing the space. 
fucking oh my yeah I wouldn't do that either um, <laughs> that's yeah. literally I don't know that oh, fuck me there's lots of red in the, in the offensive areas just red tiles whereas you look at my one at least I've got well, I think that's what I could do with getting some people in who actually know how to create tactics on their game for their presets to be fair yeah because like it seems like whoever's made the presets is obviously one of these people that just chuck all the team instructions on and don't know the rules. Mm. Because, like, you're looking at a preset. Oh, fuck me. No, take it off the screen, Tony. Okay, I've taken it off, mate. Sorry about that. Um, we'll go back to my lovely drawing if you want. Oh, yeah, sensational. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, no, I didn't really do Pipe the Bus. Um, not really one to go back. Sometimes I'll just drop the mentality. They're very defensive and lower the tempo if it's like into 90th minute and um, there's four minutes added on and I've got a 1 0 lead or something. Do you, and like, do you know but, the main reason why I've, I've, I've tried to develop this part of the bus tactic and you're going to laugh now? <laughs> it's because I thought I was going to be in the European competition, Euro Cup. So I thought I'll get a defensive backup away tactic that's going to grind out dirty results away from home against bigger European teams. And then, since then, I've discovered that France's coefficient's gone down. So instead of full fifth and sixth getting straight into the group stages, I finished fifth. I thought I was all, I thought it was all good. <laughs> Blogged about it. Um, got really cocky about it. Overly cocky. And it turns out that coefficients changed. Bordeaux won the French Cup. It means I now drop down. Even though I finished fifth, I got qualified <laughs> through the qualifying <laughs> stages, and I end up with Everton. And I've, you know. It's a disaster. <laughs> Have you played the second leg yet? No, so it's it's two all in the first leg. So they've got two away goals. So I've got to go to England and score and yeah, probably likely win, which is unlikely. Um, well, I'm sure all our listeners will wish you the best of luck. I don't think they will, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my reasoning for doing part of the bus, but I probably really have no need for it because to be fair, in France, I'm pretty competitive, really. I say I am, but you know, fifth best team in France now. There's no need to buy the bus if you're the fifth best team. I just thought if we had a a difficult team, if you know, if, if I dreamed that, don't don't stop me dreaming. If I got into the the knockout stage and I I got one of those Champions League clubs that dropped down, it's like a Dortmund or something like that. Mm. I could contain them. Uh, I think it'd be. I think like some people like with. With your part of the bus, I think as well, it's better off sometimes just adjusting a few things rather than going his um, totally opposite way, especially when the one you've chosen. But if, if, if you're going to set out as a set tactic like that, then that's fair enough. Yeah, to be fair, a lot of player roles are actually different. So I'm, I'm actually playing a winger. Uh, instead of a, an inverted uh, inside forward, I've now dropped it down to an inverted winger. So it's not much difference, really. It's still coming no. inside. Yeah. Um, so I've tried to keep kind of you know the 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 essence and the the philosophy of the team still in there, yeah. Um, so it's not completely um, drastic. Yes. All right. Well, Danny, it's over to you then to do your catchphrase. So I need to hand back. Can you just share your screen? Yeah, I need to do that somehow. Here we go. Um, oh, I'm quick. Where am I to? Do I need to stop sharing with you? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to share with you. Can you see mine? Uh, one tick. Can I see yours? Yes, I can. <coughs> so this, this is really professional. 
<laughs> well, to be Might fair, them. does anyone, if you've listened to any of the previous 30, 29 episodes, no, what, what no, do they think? <laughs> People listening can't expect any professionalism here. No, definitely not. <laughs> okay. Right then, you're ready, are you? Yeah, so you, you're you aware this is football catchphrases. You're not going to throw something West Country at me. <laughs> it's football manager related. Sorry, um, Even better. Let's go. Okay, so Dan's drawing a circle. Glory hole, just going to throw it out there. Um, I think Dan's drawing a clock. <laughs> I think. I c- <laughs> you got any ideas? Well, it looks either like a a pie chart or a three o'clock on a clock. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh isn't giving me confidence, Dan. <laughs> um, now Dan's drawn a cross, so... And the cross... It's all in black. <laughs> um, now on the left-hand side, circle's in the middle, X is to the right, and on the right we've got something in red that looks like a bread bin. What is that? <laughs> what the fuck are you drawing? Um, what is that thing on the re- on the left hand side? It's like a red blob. It's now drawing round it in black pen. <laughs> so it's got a boulder, whatever it is. <laughs> um, okay, there's. Something significant about the red, maybe. It's what? Oh wait, is that that's a boxer? That's a punching glove, I think, and an arm. So the the red was actually a glove. It wasn't a bread bin. <laughs> um, so punching. Oops, or, yeah. or, <laughs> I won't do that one. <laughs> um, so punching above your weight? No, it's not. What? Well, Oh, um. uh, maybe something gets stuck in. No, get. You said it's FM related, didn't you? Yeah. Um. So. Okay, so that is a time. Um. Time wasting. Nope. Um, beat the clock. Beat. Oh, Jesus, I've worked out that's a clock. Then you don't have to do every hour. On it. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, do you want a clue? Each, each drawing is a different word. Right, okay. So, punch. I'll get that punch. Time. Tell you what, I'll help you out a little bit because that's on a bit of a funny angle. That looks like a cross on the right hand side. So, now Dan's erasing the cross. You wouldn't see this on Catchphrase Game, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucked up the animation here, just crossed out. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it looks more religious now. What? It looks like, it looks like you've done the Jesus Christ cross. <laughs> That's what right. it looks like. Talk through it. What okay. are they? So, boxing glove. Yeah. Punch. What's the... Hit. Yeah. What's that? Hit. Yeah. Hey, do you want me to carry on with the boxing? Words. No, no, you've got, you've got it. So move on. So hit, okay. 
Um, it's three o'clock. The time's irrelevant. Okay. Why draw it then? Anyway. Um, <laughs> Point out what it was. Clock, time, time, I say. Hit time, hit clock. Ah, what? What's the last one? That is the Jesus Christ's cross. So or it's a, a phrase, three words, and you've got hit and cross. Okay. Hit low crosses? No. Hit early. Low. Hit yes, early crosses. We got there. Christ. How the fuck did you get low from a freak? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a low number. If you think about it. Uh, okay. So hit low crosses. No. Early crosses. Early crosses. Thank Early you crosses. very much. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about here then? The team instruction itself. Team instruction itself. Um, do you use it? When, when do you use it? If I was to do hit early crosses, it would be where I've got kind of a, a pacey player with good anticipation and probably off the ball who could make, who could maybe agility as well, who could just kind of get in space, whack it in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily use it for someone that's a bit of a, I don't know, less mobile player. What about you? Um, I tend to have it on if I'm chasing a game. So if I'm trying to break them on the counter or if I do go like a four four two, and I want to get the ball to the front man quick. Um, if, if I wouldn't say I choose it. Is it on all the time, but say I'm chasing the game or if I need to score a goal to for an away goal or whatever and I want to try and get the ball to the strikers or through the middle a bit quicker, I would add it on, especially with a, more of a if we're looking to play on the counter. Yeah. But no I um when you asked me to choose two phrases, I was trying to imagine the pictures I didn't want another Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's not bad at all as an attempt. I'm just gonna screen cap it. <laughs> Um, in terms of what I was going to say now really um, I've lost my train of thought just that looking at that drawing <laughs> I use I use float crosses quite a lot when I've got big men so what do you see as the difference between low cross and say an early cross because all I would say is on a low cross you're telling them to only do one type of cross where say it's like an early cross you're still leaving the uh, um, option in the player's yeah, so the, the reason why I said kind of like you want a nippier player is because if it's early, it's coming in quicker and they need to just think mm. faster. Yeah. Um, I was talking to James actually recently at FM Pressure, well, actually at the GNG event, and I was saying player instructions that I felt were lacking in the game. And one of them was like, um, if you think of Olivier Giroud, I don't know if he was in the room when I was talking about that, I had a big rant about Olivier Giroud and his movement. Mm-hmm. And he's a striker that will run to the near post. That, that's like his feature. He's he runs the near post that's kind of like what he does and I thought if that was combined with you know you could combine that with a hit early cross and he could make a run to the near post I don't know well certainly and um, I think it all depends on how the, how the cross is coming in and how the, the game itself is playing out yeah um, do you think do you think Giroud's the right sort of player for that though? well he does he's He's a, he's not as slow as you think he is. He does he he, do, he was always beating when he was at Arsenal anyway. When I used to watch him, he was beating a lot of defenders to that first post. Yeah, and scored a lot of goals from it. To be fair, 
um, off his ass, off his ankle, it didn't matter. Um, yeah, what do you normally combine it with then? It's the final third. Say that again, sorry? What do you normally combine it with? So, do you do, you do like early crosses mixed? Yeah, early crosses mixed. I still want to leave the choice up to the player because obviously depend, they can choose depending on the situation they're in in the match. Yeah. So, if the opportunity is up for a sticker, like a, a, a high ball win from deep, it's fine. But if they're more down on the byline and might go for a low cross, I do try as much as I can with any sort of tactics to try and leave it in the player's hands to decide what he wants to do. I don't like trying to force my player to do something that yeah. might not fit in the moment or say the opportunities there. They, they might think, I won't do that because it's not a low cross. The manager wants me to do a low cross, so I carry on a little bit further and yeah. try and do a low cross. And the uh, opportunity might have gone. Yeah, it makes sense. I suppose it's a bit like when I do a playmaker. I don't tell a playmaker to do more direct or less direct. No. Just leave it up to them because they're, the, they're the ones that decide. No. Um, yeah. Is it still the case, actually, in terms of crossing, that whatever you set on the final third crossing affects the corners? Is that still the case? I'm not aware, to be or, honest. Or did I just invent that? I'm pretty sure... Yeah, you probably invented it. Probably. I think if you <laughs> if you set one or the other, basically, it would, it, it would influence your corner routines. But I could have just made that up, so... Yeah, probably did just make it up. Yeah. But yeah, I've got mixed at the moment anyway, in my tactics. Um, but because I've got those two juggernauts, I could really float crosses. Yeah. Because they are big, big guys. Okay. Let's go back onto your one then. It's okay, so I need to share my screen again. Yep. Um, two, six. Three. Are you taking a point for that? <laughs> you, you had to help me along the way, didn't you? Should I give, do you want to give me half a point and I'll give you the... <laughs> so you just say you're like one half a point up? I don't know. <laughs> um, right, can you see my screen? Yes. Right, okay. I'll just start again with my paint. <laughs> okay. Um, this might be a bit controversial, this one. And you might not know it. So let's try it anyway. Are you, Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Right, he's gonna... gone for the brown. I'm going to get a hammering for this. He's drawing what looks like a vase. And now he's putting some black lines on it. And the other way. So it almost looks like, I don't know, a fly squatter. Um, would it, would, why would it look like that? Okay, let me just put some stuff inside it. It looks like it's a, a rubbish bin with rubbish in. Okay, yeah, so we're there. Um, right, so let's just draw. <laughs> it's, a, it's a man who is running angry. Yeah. It's another man with a beak. And um, no, no, I'm making this one a woman. Oh, that's a woman. That is, so just because she's got long hair, that makes her a woman. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do a, fe a feminine features to make it look like a woman, Dan. And she's running away. Yeah. They're both run running in opposite directions from the bin. <laughs> um, there's another person also running away from the bin. Um, yeah, let me just draw something as well. I don't know, like a... A red blob. Just... I don't know, it's like a comet or something. 
Um, I can't really make it. I can't really do any more of this, really. The fuck is that going to be? This is... <laughs> uh, just drawing, like... Dropping something in a bin? So, yeah, so... You have got the bin. The bin isn't in the catchphrase, though. All right. Um, let me just draw, like, a face that might... Oh, angry dear. face. No, this is not a good face, mate. It looks like Africa. Um... Right, so a skull. Well, just a. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you drawing? I'm trying to draw a scene. So it's like uh, it's just it's just the roof, and then. Okay, let me try another idea. Um, let me try to draw what's inside the bin. One of your blog posts? <laughs> no, mine goes in the shredder, mate. You know that. Uh-huh. Um, the fuck is this? So, can you describe what listeners are for listeners? It looks like it looks like two two bits of dynamite going off. Inside the bin. Yeah, yeah. And two, loads of people were running away. Yes, Dan, come on. What is it? It's not an FM feature. I don't know. Bomb going off. <laughs> okay. Should I tell you? I, you're going to have to help me out on this. i got two bits of dynamite going off in our little house. That's inside the bin. And people <laughs> running away angry. With Paul the Northman on the right hand side. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, it's a hard one because it's not an English. It's not. We don't say it in English apparently. We say it in another country. But it's not like French, North, right? North, 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 I'm talking about bombs here. <laughs> well, I, I am. But we've got lost. listeners in Northern Ireland, in East Belfast, so I thought this could be a good topical one to use. <laughs> I'll, uh, you, I'll let you tell me what it is then. Okay. Um, the phrase, the catchphrase, is bomb scare. So these people are running away scared. Then that's why I drew the guy's face on the right, looking really scared. Although it looks <laughs> like Paul, but. Um, <clears throat> That's bomb scare. Do you want me to tell you what bomb scare means? Well, then you tell me. So um, I've got a book here called Do You Speak Football by Tom Williams. It's really good. I bought it before the World Cup uh, last year and just had loads of different phrases in different languages and stuff because that's kind of interests me, geography, languages and stuff. So um, this one is from Northern Ireland and it's bomb scare. So it's a darkly humorous nod to the climate of tension that exists in Northern Ireland during the 30 years of the Troubles. It's come a bit more prevalent the last few weeks. Obviously, the journalist died, etc., and Brexit doesn't help anything. Um, but what bomb scare means to in football terms is a disaster-prone defender uh, is known as a bomb scare in Northern Ireland, apparently. <laughs> so um, you're Mustafi. Yeah, basically, yeah. So he's a bomb scare <laughs> defender. I think on, I think on, in English we say kind of like Bambi on ice, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Um, so the FM topic of discussion here was. Um, 
I had a player recently that I signed, um, Thomas Callas, uh, last season, the Czech player. Yeah. Uh, and I remember when I signed him, a few people in my Slack channel said, that's a pretty poor signing. And to be fair, for the first six, seven, eight months of the season, I was loving it because he was proving everyone wrong. And then I, I can only say in the last month, he had a complete meltdown and I really struggled to end up fifth, really. And partly it was because he had two own goals in about in the space of three weeks of in-game matches and it like came off his back both times I don't know what he was doing he, he was just he was a mess the last month of football um, <laughs> he was a bomb scare defender so this year obviously I've signed a new gen 18 year old Colombian who is performing you know much better than the 29 year old Czech international um, and I just wondered how you cope when you've got a player that makes an outrageous mistake or maybe makes two or three outrageous mistakes like Thomas Callas did what do you do uh, obviously, I've just kind of dropped him. He's been relegated to third place now. He still will get game time, but I'm, I just can't go back to him now. I think I've frozen him out now, and I think I'm not. Maybe I'm not unforgiving. I don't know. I sell him. Yeah, straight I, um, away. Uh, well, as soon as I can. Um, I had a left back at Kaiserslautern, um, Stenberg, his name was, and he just, for, for the love of God, it would kill me. He kept getting the ball. No one around him, like, to the left of the box. And he just kept giving it back to the keeper instead of either knocking it down the line or anything. Yeah. And his passes were always short. And then when he did it live on stream against Bayern Munich. So <laughs> I took him straight off then. And then he went on the transfer list and he was gone in the next window. Amazing. Uh, to be fair, I think I've got to do this with Kellas. If you can still see my screen, I can show you him quickly. He's not that bad, but he's not, he's not he's that right good back. either. Up, 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 up. He's at right back. Oh, yeah, he shouldn't be right back. It's just because of my grammar tactics. But <laughs> that's him. He's brave. He's got good teamwork, work rate, determined. Mm. Concentration is 10, though. And I think that's been generous, the way he's performed the last few months. <laughs> um, so I think he's got to go. He probably has, to be fair, if he, if you think he's causing him problem. The difference is, um, is the new guy doing the same thing? Not so far. I show, I'll show you the new guy. Look at that. Well, he's a better player to start with. But yeah. um, make, the thing is, is like when he's making these problems, is he getting shut down by players quick? Is, he, is it? No, they've it, been not, they've been like nonsensical. Like if it's a if it's a ricochet in the area, <clears throat> he'll hammer it. I think one of the goals he just booted it off his le- his like left back's ass, and it went in. Yeah. There was no need it? for him. He could have put it out. Why is he not putting it out for a corner? Why is he doing a cross field clearance? like two yards away from his colleague that goes in the goal. It's just absolutely baffling. <laughs> well, I think um, I think you just need to um, maybe analyse more and more why he's doing it. If it's thing. The thing is, that's what frustrated me about my left-back. All right, he was getting shut down, but he had better options. It was his decision-making that cost yeah. him. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like your new guy's got 15 decisions, while yeah, Callas got... Just have a look at Callas. It's a good point. 11. 11. That's like, I mean, four is quite a bit in this, but I mean, it just seemed to be his decision making. It wasn't, he was choosing the wrong option. Yeah. There was times when he was actually facing the touchline. He could have just put out <laughs> for a foreign <laughs> or something. And he, tur- he did a 180 turn and passed a short ball back to the goalkeeper in which their striker ran on. And that is the thing that was frustrating, you know? There's yeah. no common sense to it. So we've both had our bomb scares in uh, FM19. 
So are you going to sell Kalas then? I will do. Um, he's obviously fair to us at the moment, so I really... If a bid coming for him now, I think I'd sell him, and I'd think I'd find a way to cope without him. If I'm honest, because yeah. I've got I've got like a centre back, sorry, I've got a central midfielder that could slot in. Uh, so where is yeah. he? Um, oh god, I can't find him now. There you go. So this guy can slot in as a centre back. He's competent, I think. Oh, he's accomplished, yeah. even better. Um, so he could slot in and do a job. So I'm not mm-hmm. worried. But yeah, if I can get a replacement in, he's, he's going to be gone. First bid. I don't care what value it is, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't get that one, so it's still one to one and a half. Uh, one to half, sorry. Yeah, that's right. So, I could I could um, win this game. You could win this game? No, I didn't get a Friday. Is it a Friday? Are we doing a Friday follow? We always do the Friday follow. Okay, yeah, like... okay. All right. I'm, I'm up for it then. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, if you can share your screen then. Oh, yeah, mate. I will do that now. Share screen. Can you see my screen? I can. Right then. So you wasn't, you, when, we, when we started the pod, or just before the intro, before we actually hit record, you, you said you wasn't sure on a second catchphrase. So have you, have you thought, have you continued oh, yeah. the one and you I've thought? I've got one, and it's actually football manager related, not fucking Northern Ireland <laughs> troubles, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. So, are you ready? I'm ready. I've almost done my beer, so hurry up. Oh, he's gone for a triangle right off the bat. It's a bit upset, really, because I wouldn't that to go like over here a bit. There we go. That's better. Okay. Right. So now. the triangle is in the centre of the screen. Yep. And then. Gone for a straight line. Okay, so it looks like you're drawing some kind of like hierarchy or a pyramid system. So maybe uh, could it be like the squad hierarchy? Close. Oh shit! No, I don't want that. Uh, dynamics. The what? Dynamics screen. Is it, it dynamics? Is the dynamic screen. Okay. What's the catchphrase? Is it just dynamics? Dynamics. Um, I w- I was just wondering. That's a great catchphrase, mate. How often do people walk around talking about dynamics? Well, that's the the thing is like. <laughs> Not a lot of people talk about it. It's been a big thing the last two years. Yeah. And um, I'm just trying to make sure that I sort of cover all ethnic season so I don't... <laughs> <really want. laughs> Is that what you're doing? <laughs> well, I don't want anyone to be like, oh, you don't even put pink, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, Dan. So ethically-minded. So, so don't, I, um, I just thought it was worth a discussion because not a lot of... Since the whole thing's come out with dynamics, <laughs> you don't really hear anyone mention it. Do you pay much attention to it? Do you worry about upsetting any um, of the higher like team leaders? Are you worried about selling them? Um, are you worried about if they don't agree with you? Yeah, I do keep an eye on it. I'm in in the instance of my captain, for instance. My captain's got to be in the in the top the top slot, the team leader. But what if say you had a player who? So you had a new left midfielder, youngster coming through, and he's better than a left midfielder who's currently there. And he, but the the twenty six year old is a team leader, mm. and you, not, you you drop him. Are you concerned about that? I'm not so concerned because I think over time, if if the ability, if if there's a reduction, it depends on the age of that player. So if if the older player is like in his thirties, 
and his ability is waning, he'll you, you'll notice he'll drop down a level, and you'll see like a I think it's a red arrow, go down. Yeah, it doesn't. But that doesn't bother me because that's like just a natural progression of ability. Like players go up and then they'll go down. That's just you can't stop that. Um, so, so you know, on another screen on my on my squad view screen, I've got current ability as a um, as a column. And I w- that wouldn't bother me if that if that younger left back is now better and he's playing. That's just it's just natural football. Um, where I like to put the captaincy, I like to put it in on, on a team leader because I feel he's kind of got, you know, the I suppose the backing of the whole generally the whole squad. What if you had a player in the next level down with a better personality, um, and he was a first team player rather than a te- like a team leader who probably wasn't. Going to play all the time. His personality when it's good. Would you not drop down for a captaincy spot? I don't look at, I don't look at personality when I do captain. I look at basically the what is it determination and teamwork attribute rating and whether they're team leaders. And generally, I've always found generally those those players that actually have the good um, teamwork are generally older anyway, and they, they are the better personalities. So, for instance, my my captain at the moment is fairly professional. He's experienced. And then my vice captain is resolute personality, so there's probably a correlation there between. Well, going off on the tangent, then do you, do you put that much emphasis into a captain? Yeah, I do. I like I like a natural succession. Maybe it's a I don't know if it's a wrong way to play or is it just my narrative? But I like to have. I don't. I wouldn't take a captaincy off a player if that makes sense. But say your captain was sold and you had a player down in the next barrier who you thought like he's going to be a long term captain. Would you not give it to him straight away if he went the team leader? No, not 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 no. I would. So you you'd have a short term one for the time being. Yeah, until they until they reach the point where they're a team leader or they're or they're older and mature. So a lot of your captains would be in their like thirties then. Oh yeah, definitely. So at the moment, my captain now is is thirty two, and the backup. To be fair, the backup is one of the youngest I probably had for a long while, twenty six. Hmm. Um, but he's leadership fifteen, uh, determination seventeen. Teamwork thirteen, resolute personality. So he's gonna he's a natural successor to get it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. Maybe it's because I'm an Arsenal fan and we've had some young captains, and I don't think in real life our young captains have been very good. I know people love Cesc Fabregas, but I don't think he was a very good captain. No. Um, no. I would much rather give it to an older player in his thirties. When you um. When you look at the dynamics and that, do you um, analyse it before offering new contracts and stuff like that? Yeah, so what I notice is <clears throat> if a player's ability is waning and he's lost his team leader and he comes into highly mature, he drops down to influential, if he's on a, if he's on a real decline then, and he's not, he's not going to get in the team, there's no point leaving him. If, if there's an older player and he's still remaining as a team leader but he's going to play half the games next season, I'll, I'll probably still keep him. I'd be more agreeable to giving him like a, a shorter deal just to keep him there. Yeah. What about you? Um, to be fair, I don't, not that I don't pay a lot of attention to it, because uh, my climb through the leagues this year, it's been hard to keep hold of players. Yeah. So naturally, I've got quite a young squad. So I think in my starting 11, my oldest player is only about 22. So I've had to let a younger one be captain because I don't think you should... I have got one older guy, but he doesn't really ever play. So I don't... He's like 33. But yeah. I don't think it's worth giving him the captaincy if he's never going to play. 
So I've given it to a 21-year-old who I think got the right attributes for it. Um, the personality for it. And I'm also... Not that I don't... Not worried about who is captain, but due to the high turnover because of how well we're doing and how small small reputation in comparison to the rest of the league and your work to be fair a lot of our players are getting poached so it's hard to decide that he's going to be a captain going forward and putting a lot of emphasis on it because six months 12 months he could be gone by a minute come knocking on the door and they're gone yeah so it's i suppose it depends on the individual save yeah my save is different to yours i've, I've got a I've got up one league less than you, and my captain is still the left back that I had on day one. So he's just yeah. kind of been there, and he was, um, he was vice captain when I joined, and yeah. he just kind of naturally goes on to. I've kind of liked that, like that succession almost. So he's now that's, a captain. That's it. I mean, um, like I've completed what one, two, three, four, five seasons. I'm in season six. Yeah. I don't think I've got any players left on the start because we're in the third. We were in the third division. So, um, coming out then, this is not good enough anymore. And, or if they were good enough, they've been sold for money on, onwards. And, unfortunately, and due to the, not the lack of funding we got, but the lack of value I could find in players is causing um, a lot of younger talent around. Because in Germany, they do still want a lot of money for wages. Like, I'm not willing to spend that out. Yeah. Um, and I'm really focused on trying to get this mentoring thing in the youth development and really dial into that that yeah, I've got a lot, quite a lot of good youngsters coming through yeah and we, we might find actually listeners might might get in contact and say they don't really care about captain at all because you could have such a good strong mentally squad with really good yeah. personalities it's kind of almost like shared leadership I know yeah. Arsene Wenger always used to bang on about shared leadership in the team and the captain's almost kind of like an honorary position and he said he's kind of I think you know he's tongue in cheek he said like, I've got 11 captains on the pitch and it's like oh, yeah. you probably haven't yeah. mate but yeah <laughs> um, some players might take that view as well on play FM as if they've got 11 captains and don't really worry about on on that captain decision yeah well that's good then isn't it yeah you... okay um, I'm just going to screen cap your image uh, so you won that then one and a half to one yeah so obviously I've won a Friday follow woo <laughs> um, I'm delighted to be honest I don't think I've won one for a long while if if any <laughs> So, no, prob- probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that brings us to the end of our pod. Yeah. Is there anything you want to discuss out as an outro or promote or anything or not? To be honest, I haven't read a lot recently. Um, I've been a bit busy smashing up my own kitchen, putting in a new one. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I've not... Um, I've not really followed much on around the community recently. Yeah. So I haven't really got anything to shout out. Have you got anything apart from yourself? Uh, well, I'm trying to think what, what stood out. One, one, one piece that stood out when I was on holiday, as in France, and I think I've read um, Armchair Gaffer's uh, Thomas Paine's 442, which I found really interesting. It yeah. A, it was a well-composed piece. I quite enjoyed reading it. Um, it's always a sign of a good blog when you actually go back to it like a few days after and read it again so I think I've read that one twice and I quite enjoyed it so that's um, good then go check that one out yeah um, but no other than that there's been it's not really died down I don't think blogging but um, there's probably less new saves and less like euphoria I suppose because we kind of now in a- in April almost May yeah um, 
soon no. there will be lots of FM20 reviews, I imagine. We've had a couple already, haven't we? I think yeah, I've, I know um, the wide playmaker's gone to Argentinos Juniors in Argentina. I think he, I think he announced that in about December, didn't he? Well, yeah, well, he's pretty eager, <laughs> but yeah, fucking bastard. <laughs> he beat you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, just I suppose to the to the listeners, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank um, you very much. We want another one K podcast. That's okay. So, um, <laughs> and we've got other podcasts lined up, so we will be back with more. Yeah, yeah, so we're not going to stop on 30, and there's going to be more than 30, so good news or bad news, I guess, for people, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, Dan, it's been lovely to talk to you, mate. Yeah, um, you too, mate. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope the kitchen goes well. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bye. Cheers, bye.